You see, all the paths can be fundamentally classified into the four yogas Swami Vivekananda spoke about. Jnana Yoga, the path of philosophical discrimination will be realized that I am Brahman by uh, in, an intuition by philosophy. Then there is the path of meditation, Raja Yoga or Patanjali Yoga, where the uh, idea is to meditate, to calm the mind down so that the truth becomes evident, that I am the witness self. Then there is the path of love, which is the most common in, in all the religions of the world, where there's faith in God and love and surrender to God and trying to live, live a godly life. Then there's the path of converting our, our actions into spiritual practice, the path of service, uh, karma yoga. All these are different paths to uh, spiritual realization. And in the different religions of the world, you will find basically these are the main um, types of practices. They may go under various names. There may be various mixtures of these four. But fundamentally, these are the four kinds of practices we find in spiritual life. It's interesting to note that we have, even psychology says, we have three kinds of powers. There is the cognitive domain, thinking. There is the cognitive domain, will, doing something. And there is the affective domain, emotion, feeling. These are the three aspects of our psyche. And you can e easily see that the three of them are related to three of the yogas. One of them is related, the cognitive domain is related to jnana yoga, the affective domain to bhakti yoga, and the cognitive domain to karma yoga. And Raja Yoga, of course, is the power of concentration, of focus. So all of these powers are present in each of us. Swami Vivekananda, he pointed out that people are different. The same size shirt will not fit, fit any two persons. So people are different. We have different natures. Some are more active. Some are more contemplative. Some are by nature more rational and uh, inquisitive. Uh, some are um, devotional. They, they find it much easier to love and surrender. So depending on our own nature, the kind of path we take, it depends a great deal on, on our own nature. The, the safest and the most comprehensive path Swami Vivekananda recommended for everybody, he said, the harmony of the four yogas, Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Raja Yoga, and Jnana Yoga. It is the harmony of the four yogas that is the path that is most suitable for our modern age. In our lives, we should have a component of a philosophy, of reasoning, of understanding. We should have a, a component of meditation, daily meditation, and a component where you love and worship and adore God in whatever form that is your tradition or what appeals to you. And also, make sure that our lives are of use to others in karma yoga. So all of these four yogas are part of our spiritual practice. If you see the emblem of the Ramakrishna order, you find it, I think, here in, in, in the uh, lectern. Emblem of the Ramakrishna order, which Swami Vivekananda designed here uh, in the Vedanta Society of New York. Uh, he said that uh, the emblem represents all the four aspects. You have 
the uh, wavy waters which represent karma. You have the sun of knowledge rising in the back, jnana yoga. You have the lotus of bhakti. And then you have the encircling serpent, which represents the power of kundalini, which in turn represents yoga, uh, uh, Patanjali yoga, the power of concentration. So by, by understanding, by devotion, by action, and by meditation, one can realize God. This is what he recommended. Now, depending on our nature, the particular mix that we will follow will vary. You start off with all four, and you will see over time, you may be more attracted to jnana yoga. You may be a bhakta. You may be more attracted to bhakti yoga. You see, you notice within yourself that reciting the Ramayana brings tears to your eyes. Now that says something about your nature. So one may have, one may develop a tendency towards, the, of, towards one of these paths. And the others should also be kept. Even though you may not be particularly attracted to a particular path, but should be kept as a part of one's spiritual repertoire. The reason is, even if we are not, not very comfortable or it's not very easy for us to do one thing, somebody says, I love working, I love serving people, but don't ask me to meditate. But invariably, the Swami will ask you to meditate. <laughs> somebody wants to meditate a lot, and he is told to go and, uh, go and work. Swami Ashokananda said, when I tell you to work, I can see the rebellious look on your face. <laughs> you think perhaps that the Swami does not think highly of my, my cap capabilities as a spiritual seeker. Perhaps he thinks I am not ready for meditation. Well, I will show him. And then Ashokanji says, and you will show me, but not in the way you think. So, often the paths which we are uncomfortable with or which we are not capable of doing so far, those are the paths which, will, which are of maximum benefit to us. Because those are the sides of our personality we have not yet developed. It's good to operate in a zone of minimal discomfort. In a zone of absolute comfort, growth is not possible. In a zone of great discomfort, again growth is disturbed. But some discomfort where you are pushing yourself a little beyond your uh, present capabilities, that's when we grow. So the harmony of the four yogas is to be kept in one spiritual life. Uh.